0: yo this is tyson baker aka tyson baker ceo and founder of way up media group and i just want to send out mad love to the blessed beyond measure podcast ceo the source you are doing it you are making it happen you are progressing every day i'm so proud of you keep going keep making great content and keep showing love because everybody in this world needs to be blessed beyond measure. My good people, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL. The source. Thank you once again for joining me for a new episode. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the experience of watching Clay Thompson return back to basketball after 900 plus days. Of Being on the shelf, going through trials and tribulations, adversity, confusion, pain, uncomfortability, impatience, all sorts of stress and anxiety. And yesterday was the culmination of it all uh, where he was able to finally set foot on to a basketball court again. Well, not onto a basketball court again because he did scrimmaging and everything like that, but for him to actually... Play his first NBA game in over 900 days due to injuries, Um, and it was it was uh, incredible to not only watch but to be a part of that atmosphere. Um, So before going forward, if you can't already tell, I'm a huge sports fan. I love sports. I love the competition aspect of it. I love what you learn through working in teams, through leadership, through Moments of uncomfortability through losing, through adversity, all sorts of different things that you can gain from sports. And uh clearly it's it's a health thing too, cause you gotta be in pretty good health to be able to participate in some of these sports at a high level. So with that being said, uh I love sports and clearly I love the Golden State Warriors. I grew up here in the Bay Area. If you guys haven't caught that already about me, From past episodes, I grew up out here in the Bay Area, so I'm a homebody, I'm a homegrown dude, Um, and ever since I can remember, I've been a fan of the Golden State Warriors, even when we were trash, we used to be, excuse me, we used to be the worst team in the league. Uh, I used to look at us as basically uh, the purgatory of the NBA world nobody wanted to come here and play basketball for the Golden State Warriors but just wanted to give you a little bit of the history and my um connection to the Golden State Warriors franchise and fast forward to today you see a lot of the growth and the success that they've achieved as a franchise as a team as a whole entire enterprise um due to the leadership the change in leadership um and the front office the players the fan base—it's—it's it's been an incredible, incredible thing to witness, especially from how bad they once were, and that in itself you can learn so much from. Um, but today, in today's episode, I'm really going to be talking about Clay's journey back to basketball, and. Uh, If you didn't already catch it as well, I already I have a direct connection with the Golden State Warriors, too, as I'm an employee for or I was an employee for the Warriors. And now I'm employed by a third party company that works directly with the Chase Center. So I get some direct access to the players. And I have had history in getting to know some of these players and spend spending some actual time and having conversations with these players and and the team and their families and friends and stuff like that. So uh, it's really been a cool thing for me to. Experience, especially as a lifelong fan. But with saying that, I want to let y'all know that everything you see about Clay Thompson on TV, on the internet, wherever you catch Clay Thompson content, that's the real deal, Clay, right there. He's no fake. He's authentic as hell, super genuine. He's in his own world. He's one of the funniest guys, one of the coolest characters you'll ever meet. And, you know, in this episode, like I said, I really want to talk about his journey. Going back to basketball, getting back to playing the NBA basketball game again. But I also want to talk about what we can learn from his entire struggle of getting back to basketball. And um, if you don't know much about Clay Thompson, just to give you a little bit of a brief description of who this man is. This dude lives and breathes Basketball. He grew up playing basketball. I mean, his his whole family is um, were athletes. From his father, who played for the Los Angeles Lakers, who's actually the color commentator right now for the Lakers broadcast team, and uh, his older brother Michael Thompson, who I know too, um, played played basketball. Um, couldn't quite make it. He played some G League basketball and stuff like that. I believe he played some overseas. Um, <clears throat> his his younger brother. Trace Thompson um, plays Major League Baseball, Um, you know, professional baseball. He's been on teams like the Dodgers. I believe he's been on the A's. I'm not sure where he's at right now or if he's still playing, but I'm sure he's still grinding to get his way back uh, to the big leagues. But either way, with that being said, this man loves basketball, loves competition, He's a three-time NBA champion. He's been an all-star before. He's won the three-point shootout. He's a gold medalist. Uh, He's been on an all-defensive team before. This dude's got incredible accomplishments and accolades in his early career. I mean, I think he's been in the league for about 12 years now, uh, which is a long time. But um, his recently recently, uh, part of his journey was cut short due to Some really, really difficult injuries that he had to endure. One being in, I think it was game five or game six of the finals uh, versus the Toronto Raptors where he was going up for a dunk and he tore his ACL, I believe. And um, that led him to having to miss the entire following season to rehab, to go through surgeries. And, um, you know, go through that whole experience. And I believe that was in 2019, heading into 2020. And then we all know what happened in 2020. Um, The whole world was put on pause with the whole pandemic and everything like that, including the sports world. I remember that day vividly where I was working in the chase facilities and the practice for all the players and the team was cut short. And as everybody was walking out, I was able to, you know, have conversations with certain people and it felt like we just weren't going to see each other again. And Clay was one of those guys that I got to, you know, say farewell to. We didn't know quite how long it was going to be. I don't think many of us thought it was going to be as long as it was, but it it ended up being what it was, you know. And um, I remember just that uncertainty and, you know. Clay, if you think about it, he's already been dealing with uncertainty. Anytime you deal with a torn ACL or something like that, it's not an, it's not a given that you're going to get back to full strength or get back to where you once were. Um, but for a guy like Clay, I think everybody had the utmost confidence that he would be able to get back to where he needed to be. And during that stretch of 2020 when basketball was paused, he was still continuing a rehab. He was still continuing to do what he had to do every day, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh strengthen that, you know, that leg. And um, you know, we we went through what we went through as a society and sports eventually came back, even with the whole bubble period and stuff like that. And uh the Warriors had really difficult times. We were going through transition periods too. We still had our core players like Steph Curry and Draymond Green, um, who we've won multiple championships with, and uh, we still had Kevon Looney, who's a familiar face. We still had the coaching staff, we still had the front office, but other familiar faces like Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, you know, other other people like that were no longer a part of the team. And those guys were absolutely pivotal to all the success that the Warriors were able to accomplish over the, that course of time. And You know, tying that together with Clay Thompson, um, we had a really difficult year when we got back to basketball, but then we started to get better, almost made the playoffs. And due to that difficult year, we ended up having like a lottery pick. Um, We had two lottery picks actually uh, in the draft. Um, And we drafted James Wiseman and we drafted. Actually,. Excuse me, I'm getting my times mixed up a little bit here. Um, We recently drafted Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. But during that year where we struggled and we had a really bad record, we earned a lottery pick to draft the number two pick. And I remember vividly on that day, it was it was a lot of excitement built up towards that day because we were finally, you know, like we haven't gotten a pick that high in so long. Excuse me. We haven't gotten a pick like that. In in so long, so it was really a lot of buzz going around. Like who we're we gonna pick with the number two pick? We also knew that Clay Thompson was coming back. You know, like he had a full year of of um, you know rehab and and getting himself right. And we knew he was scrimmaging. We knew he was doing all sorts of different things, ramping up his uh, levels of activity and things like that. And then, boom, we're all hit with a freaking bombshell. Just terrible news um that clay actually injured himself again um he actually i believe tore his mcl in his other leg if i'm not mistaken um playing pickup basketball you know scrimmaging with some other pros out in la and the news dropped that he was going to miss the rest of the season again and i think that took So much wind out of our sails as an organization, as a fan base, as just people who are fans of what these guys do and their personalities. And like I said, I have uh, a direct connection with some of these guys. I've gotten a chance to get to know these guys. So, you know, aside from what you see in the media, what you see on the internet, what you see on TV, and all that stuff, like, these guys are real people, and um, it was it was really heartbreaking to see that, to be honest with you, and, you know, I think one of my first thoughts was like, damn, um, is this dude ever going to be able to get back to full strength again, because prior to these two injuries that he he went through, dude was an iron man. He was in there for every game. You hardly ever seen him injured. Even when he first tore his ACL, he got back up and shot two free throws so he could stay in the game. Nobody knew he tore his ACL. He was already in the locker room. He came back, sank two free throws because if you don't go to the free throw line, you're going to get taken out of the game and you, you're not eligible to get back in. So he came back out and hit two free throws and nobody knew that he tore his ACL at that time. And that, that shit right there is going to go down in history as one of the toughest moments you'll see. That's up there with Kobe Bryant, you know, doing what he did when he had his injury. I think he ruptured his Achilles as well. And um man, it was uh it was incredible to see, but going back to what I was saying, everybody knew he was an iron man, you know, how just how tough this dude was. And for him to experience back-to-back devastating injuries like the way he did, I think it was only natural to to wonder if he would ever come back at full strength. <clears throat> and um man, during that time it was a long time. Like I mentioned when we kicked off the show here, was that Clay hadn't played a full game of basketball, NBA basketball for over 900 days. That's man, that is about 3 years, a little over 3 years, right? And, um, it was, uh, it was a long stretch of time and I know many people, including myself, if I was in that position, man, there would be so many opportunities to fold and I wouldn't blame anybody if they did fold in that situation and just want to throw in the towel. And I'm sure even clay faced some difficult challenges where it was just so painful. Things were getting frustrating. And he probably wanted to throw in his towel. But he didn't. And he kept working. And not only did he keep working. But he found ways to channel his energy into different things. He reinvented himself. He stayed, you know, vigorous towards life. Um, and you can see it. If you follow this dude on Instagram. This dude is doing always doing something funny. He's always finding a way to keep things fresh. You know, um, and you gotta love that spirit that clay brings <clears throat> and that's something i feel like we can learn from you know what i'm saying no matter no matter how adverse life gets there's always a way to reframe things there's always a way there's always resources there's always something to channel that energy towards and clay found that clay was <laughs> you saw different sides of clay you know um You started seeing him do the, you know, being on his boat, Captain Clay. You started seeing him do advertisements for, you know, I think it was Grubhub. Um, I mean, this dude was, you know, you see headband Clay. You see when he was finally starting to ramp up his activity levels for the second time. Excuse me. That he was dressing up in full uniform like he was like on game day and um (laughs) this dude was just having a lot of fun and like i mentioned i got a chance to really develop relationships with the players but not only the players but with their friends and family so one of his best friends um who i got a chance to get to know and have real good conversations with and his brother um I've talked to them, um, just how his mental health has been during this whole thing, and they were telling me that he just, like, he just can't wait to get back, he's always trying to do something, you know, he's always, like, whether it's playing video games, whether it's doing something that he can do to kinda keep his mind, um, away from negativity, you know, he's always around his friends, he's always around his family, at the time he had his girlfriend, so, um... I would see her a lot, you know, coming to the facility to pick him up and stuff like that. And, um, you know, most recently, uh, I, I spoke to his best friend and he was telling me that, um, yeah, he's just, he's just ready. He's just ready to get back, but he's in, he's always in good spirits. And that really got me feeling great about just, life in general, it motivated me, inspired me, because at times I get down, I get gloomy, and, you know, I look at things, and I feel like uh, things are just all bad, but that's really not the case, especially when you learn how to reframe your mind, and and kind of lean on the things that can help you, and I think Clay Thompson really did that, he leaned on his friends, he leaned on his family, his support system, the people that really loved him, he leaned on the fan base, he, he picked up on the energy of all the people that were, that were feeling his pain, that were supportive of him, you know, the team was always supportive of him, I mean, you got stars like Steph Curry, Draymond Green, other stars from different teams that were just sending a lot of love, and a lot of positivity, and optimism his way, and it was just good energy, and, um, in the form of, you know, um, tweets, Instagram posts, um, saying stuff in the media and also you know the people that had direct connection to him were just you know trying to keep his spirits high and uh never in a never like i I can't even recall a time when i seen clay where he was like angry he's always just like you know very even keeled you talk to him he's just super chill um but i remember yesterday when him coming into the arena he drove past me um and he, he just like pumped his fist was, with a big smile from ear to ear. And I, I just like, I, I knew how happy he was that today was going to be the day or yesterday was going to be the day that he finally was able to play another NBA game. And after watching that whole event transpire where fans showed up in full force wearing all 11s on their jerseys and the team, which was a really cool thing, another Sign of just a uh, a classy team organization, people that really care about each other, um, was that all of the players, all of, all of his teammates, showed up to the game, rocking number eleven on their jersey. You know, rocking the Clay Thompson jersey, and uh, that was really cool to see. You know, because I think everybody felt the struggle that he was going through. Everybody's heart. Went out to him because everyone knew how much he loved the game, how much he's committed to the game, how, how passionate he was for the game and how good he was for the game. And um, <clears throat> for him to be able to be reunited with the game he loved so dearly was a really, really cool thing to watch, um, to watch him experience, to see him. Kind of work his way back into game flow. um, Trust his body again. And uh, it was incredible. And I think there is so, 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 so much to learn from this experience that we can all take from. Um, Some of the things I learned from myself personally was that no matter what life throws at you. And no matter how hard it may seem. That there is always... Always 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 Resources To lean on to find People Things resources that can help Um And I think also Perspective Is everything You know I think If you accept being defeated you are defeated But if you Accept things for what they are and look at The obstacle in front of you, the adversity that's in front of you and accept it for what it is and move forward anyway and find ways either through it or around it. But whatever you got to do to to continue moving forward in your journey, then that is where your power is. That is where so much power is. Um, I also believe that, you know, um, it's important to reinvent yourself. You know, Clay Thompson, his identity for so long, and still is, was basketball. Like, <clears throat> basketball is, is you know, the love of his life. I can pretty much say that with confidence, and I'm pretty sure that he would agree with that. You know, he, uh, like he said, like I said, he lives, sleeps, and breathes this stuff, you know what I mean? And um, it is his job, and it is something that he excels at, and he loves to death. Um, so... But at the same time, when it was taken away from him, he was able to find ways to reinvent himself, to find new hobbies, teach himself something new, um, find ways to keep things fresh. He was jumping into the ocean all the time. Um, He was on his boat. He was uh, he plays a lot of chess. Um, And and Clay, if Clay ever you ever hear this, man. And, you know, I got to remind him I didn't want to, you know, uh put too much on him you know during the whole course of his uh situation and everything like that but we did promise each other to play chess one of these days so one of these days um i'ma whip clay thompson in some chess (laughs) but uh going back to what i'm saying though clay is uh his whole situation can teach us a lot if you pay attention um no matter what, you just don't give up. You got to keep going. Life is going to throw all sorts of shit at you. All sorts of shit. And the only time you ever lose is when you give up. You know? And I think Clay Thompson never gave up. You know, um we don't know what's gonna happen going forward. Nobody knows the future. I don't know what's gonna happen with my with my life, I don't know what's gonna happen with anyone's life, but all we can do is try to make good decisions and keep moving forward, keep pressing forward, keep working, keep doing what we gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that means for you, keep doing what you gotta do to get yourself to a better place, to do what you get you know, to be where you wanna be. And enjoy the journey. Find ways to enjoy the journey. I think that was big for Clay that Although it was a struggle, he never showed it, man. You know, even in interviews, he acknowledged it was difficult. He acknowledged he missed a game, but he was never complaining. He was never like, oh, boo-hoo, you know, pity me. Like, he just knew that he had to keep working behind the scenes and keep doing what he had to do to get himself back to where he deserved to be. And um, it was really incredible to witness that and i've just been watching a lot of the post-game stuff the pre-game stuff the the, the in-game stuff <clears throat> and you know obviously i'm going to be following closely what the team does under upcoming road trip um and you know throughout the regular season and uh as a fan uh, it's just it's just incredible to be able to to be a part of to to experience and um it's really hard not to root for a guy like Clay Thompson and and a lot of the guys, if not all of the guys on our team and our and our franchise, you know. Um, but yeah, um, if I might have missed something in terms of what we can learn from Clay, my apologies. But I think that you can make your own determination looking at somebody just go through those struggles, even if it's not a Clay Thompson. There's people that go through struggles in life all the time. Um, every day, it's part of life. It is a, a gre- an ingredient that is <clears throat> that's not going nowhere. Adversity, difficult times, challenging situations are going to be a part of life. They are a part of life. And I think once you begin to accept that, and once you fully accept that, and you keep moving forward anyway and you keep doing what you got to do anyway that's where your power is and there are ways to do that there are ways to reframe your mind to not necessarily um give in to the struggle but you know let that struggle make you stronger let that struggle teach you something let that struggle help you grow. And I can honestly say that like, you know, following Clay Thompson's career, he's grown in a lot of ways, but I think particularly due to this due to these injuries, he's grown even more. Um and uh he's had to find ways to cope with what he's been going through and um excuse me. Um he's he's had to find ways to cope with what he's been going through and um you know, it's just been an incredible to just watch um, and take away so much from so yeah that's all I got for today's episode y'all you know I really just wanted to pay some homage to to that man Clay man and and send some respect and love that man's way because the dude has been through a lot over these past 900 days or so um, and It's been on public display. You know, we we definitely have seen um, a lot of what Clay has kind of been through, and there's probably a lot, there's so much that we haven't been able to see behind the scenes of his whole process of just being able to get himself and his health back right. But with that being said, I didn't realize this episode was going to be as long as it was, but... Before I get on out of here, I just really want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're somebody that follows me and even stays this whole 26 plus minutes of this podcast to just hear me ramble and talk about things that I'm picking up and, and things I'm learning, I really appreciate you. You know, I've I've seen some growth um, with this podcast, not only from a uh, analytical perspective in terms of um, volume and people I'm reaching, and <clears throat> and you know engagement that I'm getting on Instagram and stuff like that, and uh, all my other social networks, but also growth within myself because I'm doing this um for a bigger purpose. You know, I I recognize what my why is. I recognize where my passion is, and it's in speaking, and not only speaking, but <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with my throat today. Um, but also embodying what it is I learned um, and applying it to my life and there's been um, a lot that's been happening in my life per se personally and um, I've just been learning a lot and sharing it with y'all you know I'm an open book I'm really transparent on this thing and it's been a form of therapy for me for sure and I really appreciate y'all tuning in and supporting the boy because uh You know, I'm just uh, I'm a student of this game called life, and uh, I'm just trying to pass along what I'm learning, and in order to help other people. And um, I really just want to say thank you. I appreciate you, and um, yeah, keep uh, sharing the podcast. Keep supporting the podcast. Leave me a review, please, on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're catching this podcast at. It will really, really help the podcast grow. Um follow me on Instagram at CL underscore the source and at Bless Beyond Measure Podcast, Twitter at BBM Pod Life. And yeah, that's all I got, y'all. But until the next time, stay up, stay healthy, and stay blessed, y'all. Peace.